Live from New Finland, this is Brian with Breaking Tables. <laughs> it's the mafia, you know I'm rocking with the bills. It's the mafia, this is my you know background. I'm with the this bills. is mine. It's the mafia, I'm with the Buffalo Bills. It's the mafia, you know I'm rocking with the bills. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Who you repping? What's your team? Weekend starts tonight. What's your team? You know I'm repping for my team. I got that salad on my team. Like a high Jordan boy, can you catch it? What is up, Brian? Happy Thursday to you. Oh, oh. 2022 season of a head. Uh, weekend start tonight here on Breaking Tables. Tapping Neil. What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Not much. How do you like my new background, bro? Good week, right? I do. Huh? Yeah. I like the new, I like the new digs. This There's is a guy live, not moving in the background. Live feed. This is live feed. Uh, I paid that guy $100. Just stand still the entire time. You're moving. Yeah, good. Thank you. Uh, this is going to be epic, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Happy Thursday. Uh, weekend start tonight on the Built in Buffalo Network. Uh, if you're tuning in, go ahead and uh, hit that like, share, subscribe button. Uh, makes us uh, feel good. And uh, we wake up in the morning and it makes uh, our hearts grow a couple extra sizes larger. Right, Neil? Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly what it does. Um, <laughs> This episode is always brought to you by uh, buffaloautographs.com and Coco's Fashions, which they're going to be uh, on next Thursday. Just kind of FYI. Uh, guys, yeah, I know. This is going to be an epic show. This is going to be an epic show uh, because uh, we've got a special guest on the east, furthest east. Think of like the total east coast. It's like the main of Canada. Uh, let's go ahead and get him on. Ladies and gents, without further ado, uh, present to you Brian with East Coast Bills Backers. What's going on, Brian? What's up, buddy? Dude, uh, I don't know if you noticed, but I think your bat, like where your your man cave is very similar to my man cave. Oh, yeah, we're flipped. I was gonna throw out the nickel tour, but you're already there, so I mean, there's no no point in going that direction. We got it both angles now, which is good. Nice, dude. Nice. Ladies and gents, this is uh, Brian East Coast Bills Backers. Uh, this is actually his house. This is a green screen. Uh, I'm just taking credit what? for it just for tonight. Yeah, it is a green <laughs> screen. I know. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. Uh, but we got the man himself, and he doesn't need a green screen because he is there at Ground Zero. Uh, Brian, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining the show tonight. Thanks for having me, guys. What's happening? Not much, brother. So this is really cool. We have, we have so much. I have so many questions. I'm sure Tampa Neal's got a plethora of questions. Uh, without getting into that man cave, we'll address the elephant in the room here in a second. Where are you from, Brian? Uh, well, as you kind of said earlier, I'm from the East Coast. Um, I think I'm probably in the area of about 1,200 miles away from Buffalo. So uh, we can go a little further east, but I'm kind of getting towards the edge of it. There's a few other provinces outside of me, but we're kind of getting out there. Nice, man. And you became a Bills fan because that's uh yeah. that's kind of a crazy scenario because we've we've met some uh, international fans who just happened they have this unique story on how they became a diehard fan of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, you're yeah. not an exception. I'd love to hear that story, dude. Yeah, I'm kind of um I'm a I'm a middle boy, so I've got an older and younger brother, and uh, kind of grew into me from my father and my older brother. Uh, I remember them watching games back in probably the mid to late '80s. Um, not to kind of age ourselves a little bit, but um, I don't remember them sitting down watching the 90s series for the Super Bowl runs and all that sort of stuff. And we started traveling the games. Oh, God, it would have been, I think, in the early 2000s. When did Bledsoe come in? Like, 02? I think maybe. Yeah, 02. Yeah, like that, yeah. 01, no, he got hurt in 01, 02, 03, yeah. 
He was there for three years. He was in that realm. So we've been kind of going to games for 20 years now, sometime in that realm. We sort of make that travel every year. But I kind of come in by way of, I think one of your other guests mentioned that, maybe Ken from Vancouver mentioned that when you get into the broadcast around here, you've got a couple games you can watch, right? You can watch the Patriots. Um, you catch the Lions every once in a while. And you catch the Bills. And there were times over the years when they were blocked out a lot, but there are a lot of games when, when that's the team we catch. So, you know, we uh, caught them sort of at the cusp of going into the Super Bowls. And then over the years when everything was kind of in the dirty zone and rode them all the way through, you know, well, now you can see kind of where we're at, right? And you built – how how old is this amazing man cave that we see behind you and, and myself? So this one – this one here, I just transitioned it about two years ago. So the, the actual place itself is about 12 years old. And uh, I think I've come in here in 2010 and put the first sort of iteration of it together. So it went through a change two years ago. The spot that I'm sitting in right now, I guess, which is sort of behind you, um, this was the original bar. I went in here, I built the whole place, uh, committed this spot. And all it was was a concrete floor and studs in the wall. So, and this is actually a lot of people when they go on and comment online, uh, they talk about how this is a great uh, basement, all stuff. This is actually a separate building on my property. So it's a nice spot to kind of go out and be loud and do your thing. Right. Wow. Serial killers do that with separate. You're just a serial, serial bills lover. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was good. Man. So I come in here and built this place up. Uh, I think in 2010, I had a motorcycle that I sold, took, uh, I think about $5,000 from that sale. Put it into this place and and started everything from scratch and I had everything that was in here I kind of touched with my own hands, uh, built it, refurbed it. I've got some cool stuff. Like I've got an old Pepsi fridge in, in behind. Uh, well, I guess it'd be in the corner of that, in, the, in your back right corner on your picture. And I found that uh, nice, uh, probably about an hour away from the '90s. And uh, I pulled that apart, refurbed it, a few other things. Cast my concrete table that you can kind of see back here. Uh, through the Bills logo on that. So I kind of touched everything in here, which is neat. It gives me sort of that, um, that I guess, sense of proud when I come in here. It kind of makes it a little better, right? We get in here, we enjoy it, and we put it together ourselves. See, th this totally like negates what I've been told growing up. I've been told growing up is if you work really, if you don't work really hard, you'll be living in a bar. You, you worked your ass off and look <laughs> at you. This is your house. You live here. This is your, this is your, literally your backyard. Your serial killer room, you know. Serial, I had to build a and I get kicked out of the house, right? Somewhere that was nice to go stay is pretty much the way I got to look at it. So, <laughs> no, it's, it's definitely a feature. It's definitely up there on terms of uh, man caves. Um, you know, fellas like us who don't have time to do that or the necessary skills to do that, we get green screens. You know, we, we take <laughs> people's thunder. That's a beautiful spot you get there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so East Coast Bills backers is uh, th this is is kind of you 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 somehow found a group of people to come join you because uh, that's a big facility. It looks like it could hold. I mean, I, I thought for a minute I was like, does he own a Buffalo Wild Wings in Canada or something? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, it looks a little bigger in the videos. It's about six hundred square feet, which is a decent enough size, right? But um, there's probably anywhere from fifteen to twenty five of us, depending on the time time of the year and the time the game's on and all that sort of stuff. So we, um, I, th I think we've seen in here probably max about 32 people uh, getting into like the Super Bowls and some of the larger games of the season and stuff. But we've got like a dozen. It's not a real big group by any means. It's probably a dozen, 15 of us that are rolling in here every single weekend, having some drinks, enjoying the games. But, uh, it's pretty awesome. You know, like, like, this is the first. And it's just Bills only. 
Well, this is the first like Bill's Becker's bar where the bar is your house. Yeah, yeah. And I actually, right here, I, I actually had a full legitimate bar here for a while. So when I pulled it apart two years ago, I kind of, I brightened it up a little bit and threw some extra through pool table in and shuffleboard table. And I wanted to walk up her a little more room to kind of scatter around a bit in here and have a good time. So, but it, it looked like a full on bar there probably two years ago. Do you have a separate section for people to break tables on? <laughs> I don't, but you know what? We need to do that and we'll probably have to film it on here, right? Yes. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that, we'll that's that. awesome. And it's not like you can go to every game. I mean, 1,200 miles away. Uh, I'm sure you went to a game last year, right? We, You know what? COVID screwed us. COVID's yeah. okay. been a That's right. Game. That's right. Yeah. Every every year since, well, what did I say? Probably 0102. Uh, we've been hitting one game a year. We usually go when the schedule comes out. We'll pick out one home game and we key on it. There's usually a half a dozen of us that go. We'll go. We'll we'll stay on the Canadian side, Niagara. Sometimes we'll see if we can Best find spot a in Niagara. Yeah, yeah. So we'll catch a Sabres game, or we'll see if we can catch a Raptors basketball game back in Toronto and and nice. double the mark, depending on the time of year we go. So, but uh, every year, I mean, except for the last two, where COVID kind of fucked us over a bit, but we'll get back this year. Nice, dude. Nice. And I'm any away games. Uh yeah, well I've been down to see the, the Patriots at Foxborough a few times, which is a shit spot to go catch a game, by the way. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you something. I it's I went there a few times during the, the, the Super Bowl runs when they had their what they have three and then they had a break and three more or something, whatever it was. Yeah. And uh the fans down there, man, like key like, time, man. Yeah, everybody was spoiled and stuff, but I did get oh, yeah. down there one time. Uh, I think Brady had a bad game and somebody threw rocks at me. And I was kind of smiling because it made me feel at home a little bit going back to Buffalo and watching games where <laughs> it's rowdy, right? So, but no, it's a, it's a horrible environment to watch games. So, so we're all agreeing that uh, the Patriots fans are the worst fan bases in the world, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, we've been crowded on the East Coast of them for years. So it's nice to see us kicking the shit out of them now because they've all gone quiet. Radio silence all across. You know, it's funny because back in the 90s, we weren't dogging the Patriots at all. We were just loving our team, and that was it. Bygones be bygones. Um, Sure enough, they're losing the past two years, three years, or whatever it is, since Brady left them in uh, a dark spot. And uh, they're still hating on us. Like, they've never hated on us before. It's just like, dude, take care of your team. We'll take care of ours. No need for that outside shit, right? Spoiled fans. (laughs) Spoiled. Exactly. So we do this thing, Brian, where uh, we, if we get a question on the show, uh, we have to read it out loud. Uh, I don't know. Can you see your screen right now? I I'm going to work at it. If I need to, I'm going to get real close. Okay. Because you got your first comment here of the night. Um, We'll go ahead and let you say this, but you got to do get it. The thing, the the, the clutch thing is, is uh, you got to do it in a different accent, either a, a famous person, a famous cartoon, a robot or an alien. Oh my, okay, so a robot or an alien? Um, he has to have house rules. Uh, I'm curious, what are those for the people that come over? This is my uh, my Irish-Australian robot, by the way. Oh, most, that was good. <laughs> the most important rule, I imagine something like Steve is banned. He always eats the burritos and Saturday night before game days. <laughs> it's a it's like a, it's like a robot in Outlander. 
<laughs> right. Like, yeah, I, I was going to say, uh, uh, sir, we could see your kilt. <laughs> uh, so you got to have some sort of rules, right? Rules for the house. All right, guys, listen, you're coming to my home. I mean, I mean, if you're automatically a Bills fan, you're automatically cool. But uh, uh, you, you, you have to set those kind of rules. I think the only rule I, ha I have in here, honestly, is don't spill shit if you can. <laughs> I mean, other than that, it's pretty much, you know, the, the boys that come in, everybody that comes here is pretty respectful. I mean, they see the place and they're like, I don't want to mess it up, right? right. So, yeah, I, I try not to get too many fans of the other teams in here. I mean, on game day when we're playing somebody, like, you're not fucking getting in here if you're not wearing a Bills jersey. <laughs> you want to watch your team, go yeah. to my closet. If there's yeah. we got now, plenty of Bills gear. I've, I've had – Friends of mine, one of my best friends in the world was a, well, I don't want to say a closet Patriot fan. He was a Patriot fan, and I would not let him in here. We Ultimately, what happened was we ended up taking his jersey. I swapped him out for a Bills one, and we burned it during a Patriots game in halftime. That's uh, awesome. That's yeah, awesome. I mean, he's been a Bills fan ever since, right? <laughs> I had a friend of mine that was also a Patriots fan, and uh, when he came over for the games, you know, we would watch it right in the living room, and I told him, like, Deviant and is yours. You're, you're outside. It's hot as shit out there. <laughs> Stay there for a while and sweat. Yep. <laughs> so being a fan, okay, and this is a, uh, one of the biggest questions that we've asked. Uh, you know, we we, we we spent we met a lot of uh, backers throughout the area, uh, whether they're officially a backers or they're just officially a diehard fan. Okay. That's the whole premise of this summer. Because if you want stats, X's and O's, there's a lot of other po good podcasts out there that Built in Buffalo uh, provides. Okay. Um, go check them out. This here, we're just kind of, we want to get to know the fandom because the fandom, uh, like, you know, you, Brian, you living in New Finland, you don't even, you know, you go to Buffalo when you can and uh, you still have that buffalo atmosphere in your home 1200 miles away which is absolutely a beautiful okay. thing hmm. you got to feel good waking up in the morning going this is my house yes <laughs> so i'm gonna catch you so it's not it's not newfoundland i'm actually in new brunswick and newfoundland's further east um oh, gotta, we gotta end the show and start all over now yeah it's done you, okay so uh, let's kick it back to the beginning again that's why uh, you didn't realize this my background zone. well the same yeah. time zone right uh, you know no. what? I don't think it is actually. I think there's you're an hour ahead. That's what I was going off of. Oh, yeah. I'm an idiot. That's what I think. <laughs> I, think I think it's like 30 minutes difference off me, so it'd be a little different time time zone again. Oh, you know, okay, everything's messed up. All right. Well, at least at least you, we, we made it on time. That's all that mattered. <laughs> I was a little worried about that. <laughs> I mean, it's still up north. Okay, it is still north. That's like the difference between Maine and Vermont. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you got to have some sort of uh, rituals that you do. Okay, being a Bills fan, we've all you know uh, we, we we we've seen that epic commercial on like the superstitious kind of behavior that we do, and Bills fans is. More, they come out more than other fans, uh, hence breaking tables. Okay, I broke a table that one game, we won. I'm bringing the table again. Are you superstitious, Brian, or just a little stitious? We got some stitches going on here. Um, I kind of mentioned to you guys at one point to make sure you brought a bottle with it. I think you both brought one anyway. So, the first, yeah, the first one, the first one I go to is I've always got my game day ritual, so I set my gear out in the morning, whether it's my jersey or my, my bills gear. Usually, I throw this bad boy underneath. Um, I'll show you these. I got, I got the, uh, I don't know if you can see those. I got the old 
the, the Knicks, nice. they got to stay in. They look so, so comfortable. They look so, so comfortable, bro. <laughs> so those guys got to come out. I got to have gear out, whether it's my jersey or my sweater. That goes out first thing in the morning. It gets laid out. And we pretty much roll into here game day. A few hours beforehand, I'll come out. Lights go up. Get the music going on. So I've got my setup so music can pump outside as well. We get that all rolling. People start showing up and get into the games and stuff. But uh, the bottle, as we talked about, we've always got – the pregame, you know, it's got to be before the coin toss. And we've always got the halftime shot. So let's let's hit that up now. And we'll, All right. Uh, we'll- I'm about yeah. that one. Cheers, everybody. If you're uh, watching yeah. this, uh, viewers, uh, please drink responsibly. I don't want to get sued again. Uh, but this is for <laughs> Brian's uh, uh, absolutely amazing man cave that I might just use for every single show that I do now. <laughs> In my background. <laughs> Uh, Tapping Neil is on his uh, monthly. Oh wait, no, he is drinking. He's drinking chocolate milk. Oh, That's cute. <laughs> um, everybody, salute! Cheers if you're still watching at home. Again, Brian, thank you. Cheers, brother. I like this cheers. ritual. Oh, I don't like this ritual. I don't. Oh, like it. Psych. That was actually good. Um, hey, so go that, down, okay, what, what's what, so you that that was one of your rituals? Okay, you wear this. You wear the, the amazing comfy show uh, uh, shoes. Um, you got your gear, you do your, your shots at certain times, certain intervals. Uh, is there anything that you've done that you were like, I'm going to pick up this superstitious thing and you lost. And you're like, I'm never doing that shit again. What is wrong with me? Um, <laughs> we, we don't want to get into too much into that. We lost, so we're not going to do stuff. A lot, a lot of it is that it's the prep and the stitions for the win. And if we don't get it, well, we did our shit, right? Something went wrong. So, um, I guess uh, probably one of the big ones, if, if I was going to throw something out, is that I try to always wear a jersey if we're going to be away, or wear an away jersey, if we wear a home jersey, if we're going to be home. Try to pick a player that I think is going to be a difference maker, whether it's Allen, who, you know, every week he's going to do his thing. But um, if I feel like we need defense against a game, I might throw on a Tremaine Evans jersey, um, you know, a Trey White jersey, something like that. But And I try to match it up with where we're going to be. Now, if I throw – at home jersey on them we're away that might be one of those things where i'll take it off and fuck you know and throw it out afterwards and, but uh yeah if there was one that's probably the one but we try to throw all of our stuff it's sort of again superstitious or stitious it's the same stuff all the time same orders roll it in right it's only crazy if it doesn't work 100 <laughs> percent. now now when uh, when trey white went down after thanksgiving uh what jersey were you wearing on thanksgiving and did you burn it right afterwards <laughs> I would speak no comment on this, and I plead the fifth. <laughs> <laughs> right, fair enough. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> uh, guys, this is so cool. It's awesome to get, you know, a different kind of perspective uh, internationally. You know, we're COVID did kind of screw everything up for a lot of people worldwide. Um, we knew the whole thing with Canada. You had to do just go through so many steps just across the border when, mm. you know, I mean, back in my day when I was growing up, having a fake ID was like, that's where we got fake IDs was across the border in exactly. Niagara Falls on the buff on the mm. Canadian side. That's, you know, having, having a ID at 14, you are cooler than cool. I'm just saying my friend told me. <laughs> um but you know us living down here in florida we you know we we just it was like back to normal like 
don't know. I'm not going to toot our own horn. It's not going to be political, but it's just, it sucks that we didn't get to see a lot of our friends on the Canadian side. Uh, that's what affected the game. So when people were laughing, well, why are the prices dropping? Well, because our friends who are season ticket holders, like 10 miles away, can't go to the game. It's got to be yep. frustrating. Yeah, hundred percent. And, and I don't know what the actual numbers are, but I feel like for my, what I've seen before, we make up what 30 or 35% of the fan base that goes there. I don't know if that's yeah. the actual number, but it's quite a large number. I think so. And there's but a bunch the, of them coming down from Southern Ontario that, you know, they get yeah. season tickets. I mean, I remember seeing that people had won the lottery part to get the playoff tickets, you know, when they only had 5,000 fans there. And yeah. they were like, well, we won, but we can't cross the border. Yeah, It's got to be a good yeah. number if people wanted to even consider moving it to Toronto. It had to have been, you know, on a, on a business platform. Like, they, there's a huge chunk of untapped fans here. I'm going to gonna come, but people there just, it's going to grow exponentially business move. Yes. Uh, community move Buffalo bills. Fuck those people who want to move Buffalo, right? Like bond anchovy or whatever his name is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or Donald Trump or whoever the fuck was, but <laughs> you, you got to tell me something here, man. What in the world were you thinking, bringing up us potentially having the Buffalo bills come to Toronto? Like crazy. That can't ever happen. It would never happen. It's no, it would never happen. It's, you know, if you, you, okay, everybody goes to cities, right? Everybody goes to cities and you see historical site, historical house, and they have a plaque on it. Um, Orchard Park, the whole city just should be historical when it comes to football. You can't, you know, that'd be the same thing saying, well, we're going to move Green Bay, you know, to Vancouver or something. It's like, stop it. You know, it's a staple. People, these teams that been in these small market communities since the whole thing started, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm Toronto series, man. I don't know if there were too many Canadian fans that that thought that was a good idea. I'm pretty sure most of us thought that was shit. Like, I don't. It was even hard to watch those games, man. I mean, those games were horrible for one, and the like. Bills fans would not go up there for it. People in Buffalo, the Buffalo area. They would not go to the up there for that game. I so mean, ticket sales were horrible. Know. That's why. That's why Pagula is like, yeah, we're we're done with this. Yeah. No. Here's a question. Here's a question. Okay, so we let's devil's advocate here. This is a you know live show. Let's just try to get some uh, some suggestions out here. Um, how the fan base of the Browns leaving because Deshaun is coming in with everything that's going on with Deshaun Watson. You think that influx of Bills fans or excuse me, Browns fans leaving that team to another fan base would be more or less than the Bills fans if Bills had they moved to Toronto, leaving the Bills as a fan base. You think oh, that would put a rip in that fandom community? No. Come September, the, come September that arena that stadium's still gonna be full of Browns fans. Face reality. You know what? It's not gonna do anything. And this is me kind of saying this off the cusp, but I think I kind of think Neil Tampa Neil's right. I think that right now there's something to be said. And I, I mean, should they have picked him up? Uh, no, man, the guy's a bag of shit. You know, like this is my opinion on it. I think the guy's a bag of shit. I don't think he should play in the NFL again. Yeah, sure. All in favor of bag? Yeah, he is a bag of shit. Raise your hand. <laughs> Okay, this is by Anonymous Decision. Uh, congratulations, Deshaun Watson. You are a bag of shit. <laughs> you suck. So, um, yeah, he, he is. I, I mean, it's it. 
nothing you can do uh, in terms of that. And then you got a guy like Calvin Ridley who gets kicked off the uh, can't play because he wanted the gamble. You know, I just a thousand dollars. Yeah, I know for a parlay Literally, for a twenty five hundred dollars. That's like yeah. what he makes at practice before season starts at pre minicamp. Yeah. <laughs> the first yeah, it doesn't make sense. A year suspension for that and <clears throat> no, not the same. Um, what was yeah. the most magical game you've ever been to? Um you know, let's say I'll I'll leave the I'll leave the door open between that you've ever been to or the what you've seen in your awesome man cave. So um, best game all time. You can't say Super Bowl. I mean, obviously that'd be you know. No, no. Um, should be the ending of the game, but uh, probably one of the most fun games I've ever been to and one of the most depressing endings was the uh, Bills Cowboys Monday Nighter. That was a fun game. Um, probably one of the biggest games I'd been to in a long time up to that point. And uh, it was everything I kind of hoped. And I could have been completely dreaming this when I, when I kind of think back to it, but I seem to remember going into that game uh, – the Cowboys kind of were on a roll at that point. And, you know, we were sort of in and out. Trent Edwards, a quarterback, right? Marshawn Lynch, and all the boys. And, and I think that they were they were literally chirping the shit out of us all week that they were going to run the score up on the Bills and set records in regards to, like, scoring differential. So I seem to recall that when the bus pulled up, um, it kind of uh, was it like a one Bills drive or whatever the actual street's called running up into the stadium. Uh, I'm pretty sure that, that it got pelted with, like, beer cans and all kinds nice. of traffic. It was it was amazing, and then the game itself. I mean, what did uh, uh, Romo threw what four picks in his first five passes or something like that? And um, Terrence McGee, I think, ran one back. It was a crazy, crazy fucking game, man. And then it went from like the highest of highs to like the last what minute and a half. Trent Edwards, I think, tried to throw a back corner to Lee Evans and got picked off. And I mean, you guys know all that stuff. So, <laughs> and I literally yeah. went from feeling the greatest joy in the world to literally want to throw up, you know, all in the run of a few seconds. Well, I, I think, think we remember sitting and watching that game saying, okay, well, there's no, there's no chance with the amount of time that they're going to score and then they're going to get an onside kick and then they're going to do this. It's just lightning would have to strike us all right now and we'd all have to fucking die. And then of course everything happened that, that was going to happen. And T.O. shot his mouth off about his, Kicker kicking a hundred and I think it was a hundred six yard field goal. Quarterback man, exactly. That was probably probably the most fun game I've been to, like ups and downs and stuff. But that's a life of a Bills fan. That's a life of a Bills fan. Uh, If if you could tell a story to depict a heart rate of a Bills fan is is this constantly. I mean, we could even if we're winning, our heart is still going like this. You know, because yeah, we know something crazy could happen because it, we it's, it's just a bad taste in our mouth where we know it's going to sting somehow, somewhere, some just it's what happens. Maybe that's the new curse that we have to break. Mm. Right. Yeah. I think we're conditioned yeah. to it, right? because we went through so many years of you get into a situation where the game's going well. The bills are on the verge of maybe winning. Got to put a nail in the coffin and all of a sudden shit goes to hell. And, oh, my God, here we go again. And it doesn't matter. Even now, you know, we're playing good football now. I mean, we're, in essence, spoiled, right? We spent the better part of two decades playing kind of dirt football, always being that, you know, like mediocre team that was maybe getting to 500, scratching to 500 most years. And here we are now. Um, And it's funny because we're spoiled enough that we're complaining about sometimes coaching decisions and sometimes bad quarterback playing. So, you know, you know how it is, right? 
But we really have no we have no bone to pick on those fights because we're really spoiled right now. We're in a good spot. I mean, anybody. It's, it's, it's a it's a it's a good problem to have. I mean, yeah, yeah we lost the game, but we still finished. 10 and whatever, or 11 and whatever, 12 and whatever, 13 and whatever, you know? Before, it was three and whatever, four yeah. and whatever, five and Get the hell out of here. I love it. Come That's on. That's not how many years that we didn't make the playoffs, right? And then all of a sudden, we got playoffs, 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 playoffs. So, yes. how do you do? and I get frustration sometimes, you know, but I think that this is going to sound bad to say, but long-tenured fans, people who've been around since like the 80s, the 90s, all through the, the garbage years for the better part of 20 years, I mean, we're sort of sitting pretty high right now, right? I mean, yeah, it's, oh, yeah. it's frustrating getting to the championship game and losing. It's a frustrating losing again this past year to the Chiefs in the fashion we did with 13 seconds. It's shit. It really is. But you know what? I think we're going to come back. And the AFC is fucking nuts this year, but I still think we're going to dive through it. I really do. Here we go. Uh, th this one's uh, you again, my man, Brian. Uh, oh, we got uh, Runk Mike commenting here. Go ahead. This one, uh, do uh, another voice. Uh, do a famous actor. Famous actor. Oh, my goodness. Uh, let's go. Do Matthew McConaughey. Let's go, let's go Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sean. Let's go, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That was awesome. That was actually really good. I want to hear it one more time. Just can we go ahead and say it? It's crazy how much has changed in the last five years. A boy Caprash agrees. That was fucking hilarious. Get down. I totally forgot what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, this is Bill's podcast. <laughs> so, Brian, what is the worst game you've ever been to? Oh, uh, man. So we, um, we had a game. I don't know what year it was, but we had uh, a group of friends who were literally just starting to get into football. And we had convinced them that they had to go to a game. So, and as I told you before, we usually go with five, six, seven people max. Then we'll go and we'll spend four or five days there and have a good time. So we decided we were going to try and get a group recruited. And I think we ended up taking like 13 people. And I think I told you before, we're the better part of like 1,300 miles. It's like 1,200 some miles of the game. And we always drove up until uh, we did. So we didn't make the last two years because of COVID. And then the two years before that, uh, we flew for the first time. We drove. It was kind of a rite of passage thing. We just load vehicles and we'd get a bunch of booze and we drive. Sometimes we'd drive straight through and then sometimes we'd stay and just get find somewhere on the road, stay somewhere overnight, and then away we go. So but uh, you guys always drove straight through. Come on, piss me another beer, Merle. Hey, listen, as long as the guy driving only has a couple, right? <laughs> Good to go. Uh, Luckily, so, woo, well, I don't want to say the FCC doesn't <laughs> listen, but um, yeah, keep going. I carry on going fast. Don't worry that. <laughs> uh, we so we recruited everybody up. And we had like thirteen people. And we went to um, Bills Browns game, and I fucking finished like six to three, and it was all field goals. Wind was horrible. Uh, I think Roscoe Parish was running. It muffed a punt that game or something. It was nuts, man. Like, and then of course all the guys we went with, they were like, "Fuck this, we're never going back to another Bills game again." This is garbage, and nobody ever did, except for our normal guys, right? You know, you, right, you still love your fan base, but when you tr when you make a haul that far, 
that's a lot. You're investing a lot of personal time, uh, whether it's relationship, financial, whatever. It's a, it's a lot of time you're taking away from your everyday routine to go that far and then that far back for a six and three against. Yeah, I get it. I would be pissed off too. Brian, my, yeah. uh, my, my worst game is very similar to yours. Um, we also played the Cleveland Browns. This game was in Cleveland. It was a fucking blizzard. And the final <laughs> score was actually nine to six. Nice. That game sucked. Did you ass. drive 1,300 miles, though, Tabanil? No, we, I, we didn't drive there. Oh, okay. Luckily, so but, I don't want to hear that story then because it does but, not relate to his pain and suffering that he had to do. <laughs> that's when I found out that the Cleveland Browns fans may be the worst fans in the NFL. Yeah. I will say that. It's not, right, that's not the worst game. I'm not, I'm not talking about my worst game ever. That you've been to? Come on. What's your worst game you've ever been to? Not even going to say it. Nope. Starts with a J word. Mm, that's the worst game ever. That was a bad well, fucking game. Look at me wrong. But what was ever this year? Like this, this past season, the J word, how crappy the weather was the night of day before for the, and even the tailgate. No, it was, that was, it's gotta be the worst ever game ever and that's why we don't even say that word anymore and that's why we don't even say the d word or drive near that county anymore tampanil <laughs> because right. i do not go that route anymore that's for sure nope. oh i gotta drive up 95 to go to savannah not gonna happen nope. i will fly to atlanta and drive over <laughs> how about you tampanil what was your what if can you think of a worse game than that don't even say I you that miracle that that Cleveland game was worse. Really? That, was, that it, game, was it worse than that? That game in Cleveland was way worse. The fans are worse. The fucking city sucks. The game sucked. It was a blizzard. <laughs> okay, it, here's a here's a hot topic. What what was a shittier si- shitty shitty? What was a shittier shitty? Cleveland or Jackson? <laughs> J word. I don't know. They're both pretty bad. Especially back then, I heard, I heard Cleveland's got a little bit better, but they're both pretty <laughs> damn bad. It's got to gotten, it has to gotten better with uh, uh, that LeBron guy. I don't know. It couldn't get much worse. Here, here we go, Tampa Neal. This one's you. We got Runk Mike again. We'll see you here. The Bills versus Carolina 9 6. As Zay Jones dropped the ball in the end zone, it was all about 36 minute drive for me. Yeah. That, all right. That, that was, that was, that was a rich card driver. I prefer the Arnold voice from Brian. The Arnold voice is way better. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you, Brian, you want to go ahead and read it to us again, please, in your voice? You want me to do this? Yeah, an Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. <laughs> Just because, you know. <laughs> it's always good. Bills versus Carolina. 9-6. I think Zay Jones dropped the ball in the end zone, and it was about a 35-ish minute drive for me. <laughs> 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 Didn't have to take the chopper. <laughs> oh my god, you guys are killing me. This is hilarious. I was actually doing a Daryl Waltrip impression. Who are you, who are you doing? <laughs> it didn't work. Is that a race car driver, Daryl Daryl Waltrip? That is a Daryl. Yes, yes. I thought it was Barbara car. Walters. Same person. Bar- <laughs> Barbara Walters. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Barbara Walters. No, I can't do that one. Uh, that's awesome, guys. Go ahead and keep with that funny content, uh, the com- questions here, because we've got Arnold, <clears throat> I mean, Brian from East Coast, Bill's Backers, and Tampa Neal doing, I don't know what kind of voices he's doing. That's his normal voice. He's just yeah. talking in his normal voice. Pretty much. 
<laughs> I got to well, hear it. So we, we, we've all been through our string of shitty games that we just, you know, that what's make the success so much better because as fans, oh, yeah. we've seen really crap, not just games. No, we've seen crappy years. We've seen crappy years, crappy mm-hmm. decades. Okay. Let me just go ahead and say, oops, let's not say that one. Let's go ahead and say, <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady, right? <laughs> so, we, you know, it, it, that's what makes us appreciate victory so much better. Um, luckily for for Brian, once they start easing up the uh, the the requirements to get back in, I think twenty twenty u twenty twenty two might be a good time for you guys to revisit that road trip again. Uh, just how good that we're playing. Would you reconsider that road trip? Oh man, we're looking forward to it already. We've uh, April first, man. I think is when everything's starting here, where they're gonna they're gonna drop all the requirements. And I've been chatting with the boys, uh, Blake there from from the. What do we got here? Can someone read the next comment? <laughs> you got it, Brian. Yeah. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> How does he sound like? Can anyone read the next comment in Steaming Hawking Boys? Uh, they're going to have Disney Plus contracts. <laughs> does that how Stephen Hawking sounds? I don't even, I, I forgot Stephen. He's like, astrophysics of the world. And he's like, got a straw. Do I have a straw here? I could just... <laughs> use my strong hand, child. All right. Before we uh, definitely get FCC'd. <laughs> oh, too much, too much. Uh, what is the beer of choice living up there in uh, New Brunswick, not New Finland? <laughs> uh, so I'm drinking all local stuff right now. So these guys, I'll see if I can show you. Pickaroons. Uh, I'm kind of a craft, craft brew, craft beer type person. So we've got Pickaroons, Pomp House. It's another one. They're pretty good. Um, and also I got those are both New Brunswick beer or New Brunswick craft beers, and then this one's called No Boats on Sunday. This one's from Nova Scotia, which is probably about four hours away from here. So that's a cider. I like getting all the local stuff as much as possible. Nice. I'm surprised, I'm surprised nobody has asked yet. Um, <laughs> maybe I'm the only one thought of this. So, you know, you know, taking that trip 1200 miles, your dog's got to be tired, uh, with the dog sled. Didn't they make movies about that? Yeah, yeah. Or use yeah. reindeer or something? Is it like okay. that guy that gives it's toys out? You know? <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> uh, okay, so this year, what game do you have this year circled on your calendar? Like, I'm we're going because they're going to open up the floodgates and it's going to, I think every single game is going to be just absolutely sold out. Have every, every single game is here. It's going to be sold out. Uh, home game, man. I'll be honest with you. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, I think that uh, my bud, well, the guy that's doing the standstill back in your picture back there. Uh, I think we're going to take a trip to uh, this guy, this guy and this guy. Um the guy who's behind, the guy who's behind B, the guy who told I said yeah, he's the best stander in the world. He's the greatest guy in the world. Pausing stand, and he, and he can jump like a motherfucker too. So there he is. I told you not to move. Oh, yeah. he's good. 
Uh, I think we're looking maybe to go down to Vegas this year and catch that game. Oh, so, not Vegas. Uh, um, LA. Sorry, not not Vegas. LA. We'll catch about, the. Uh, about Miami, we're having a pig rose, bro. Come down to, to Miami. That could be a do. That could be a do for sure. Yeah. Right, put that one down. Whenever that calendar, I'm like, you know what? Miami is a nice area. I heard traffic is very friendly. <laughs> in, yeah, that's all I'm gonna leave it at. So I don't yeah, want yeah, you to. Yeah. I don't want you to say I'm going to fucking Vegas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, I guess L.A. I guess is what we're looking at going. So for the away game, I'm gonna do two this year. I think where I missed a few of the last couple of years. Home game, I have no idea, man. Um, I'd love to see us kick the shit out of the Patriots, I'll be honest with you. Um, I've been to a few Patriots games over the years, and, of course, we've been close in a few of them, but we've lost them all. So I well, just we'll want see you. We'll see you in, in, in uh, New England then, right? It's probably a little closer for you. Yeah, it's close. It's uh, probably a seven-hour drive to get there, but I don't want to go back to that shit all. I really don't. You've got some fast dogs. <laughs> Best dogs ever. <laughs> <laughs> we're, lo- we're losing followers. Peter's like telling everybody, don't listen to these guys. <laughs> Our TP and Peter is going to screw the shit out of you guys. <laughs> I think uh, Miami and uh, Arrowhead are probably, well, I love Miami. I love here. Hold on, my backyard. Uh, but Arrowhead is definitely going to be one of them. And uh, it's probably going to be a definitely a one or two home games um, for me. And we're looking at like Chicago. Maybe even Boston is a big possibility too. Oh, I want to go to every fucking game this year. Tampa, yeah, Neil, how about you? LA for sure, hundred percent. LA, Chicago, yes. definitely. Cincy is a definite as well. I want to like those are the three that I really want to make sure that I hit because those are three stadiums I have not been to. Yeah, Chicago would be fun for sure. Dave Kaprosh. So Dave Kaprosh is his mastermind who holds his own little special tailgate over at O'Neill's parking. I mean, this man, when we went down to the it was the Bills versus the Patriots game, right? You know, the game that Tampa Neal couldn't go to. Uh, and we had the perfect game. Let's just call it the perfect game. It was called Spade a Spade. Well, um, we were all inside the warmth of Larry Palmy's house till about four or five. We lost track of time. We we're like, oh shit, we gotta go to the tailgate because we're having too much fun at the house where it was warm. And our boy Dave Caprash was setting up this huge, like this mini tailgate concert. I mean, he's like the Jay-Z of tailgates. So next <laughs> time you're down, my man, we will definitely send me a message. We will get you. We'll we'll all we'll all make it a point to go up there and we'll all party up with Dave Caprosh because uh he, he does some funny things up there. He does some things where you, you if a phone rings, only thing I can recommend is to make sure you answer that phone. Right, Neil? <laughs> yep. <laughs> well, let's set it up. We're gonna do it. We've we'll just leave it. it like that. We'll a uh, cl- cliffhanger, cliffhanger. So that's going to be awesome. So all these different things, the NFL is kind of rocked right now. The NFL is kind of rocked right now. Buffalo bills are like, we got to compete with all these, like these big time titles in the, in, in the NFL world. You know, uh, you've got um, Devonte Adams going to the Lakers. You've got uh, all these other big names that are just going to different teams. And here we are, we got Von fucking Miller. How do you feel about Von Miller coming to our team, our humble abode? Let's start with that one, Brian. Man, we needed that, I think. Well, if you look at, I guess, the teams that are playing catch-up right now, right? Like Miami, look at, look at the stuff that Miami went and did. I mean, we'd be sort of foolish to say that they've kind of caught up in a sense, right? Tua's going to be the X factor there. 
If he plays, if he plays shitty, which we know he's going to do, then that's going to be the game, right? But we we know our offense is kind of what it is. Um, we traded Bs for Crowder, right? And I think if you look at his numbers, upgrade. That's an upgrade. I look at that as upgrade. Yeah, me too. I think if you look Don't at his numbers, me, people, that is an upgrade. Yeah, Tampa Neal's an agree. I, you know what? I'm going to agree to be. I really do. I, if you look at his numbers, if you look at his yards after catch, if you look at his basic, his basic numbers, he's five years younger, I think. And he commanded a quarter of the contract. I mean, I love bees. I really do. I mean, my, my daughter's not named Crowder though. <laughs> the, old, the old Crowder. Um, no, my, are we my gonna change your Beasley. dog? Yeah, we're we gonna change your dog's oh, name or no? <laughs> no, I'm not changing my dog's name. He hopes <laughs> that Beasley goes to Tampa to play with Tom Brady so he can give it to his Tom Brady neighbor fans who are Tampa <laughs> fans. And here's a Beasley jersey. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta change that damn dog's name. It's not gonna know the difference, man. Come on. No, I just know. like make it rhyme with it. Like, <laughs> hey, Beasley. <laughs> 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 Josh easily. I don't know. I'm done with it. <laughs> I do think it's an upgrade. I really do. And I think that uh, Miller's a stud, man. I mean, that contract's big. People are kind of scared of it, but it's going to be three years. I mean, I think yeah, when you look at it, it's a three year contract. It's a good buy. The guy's got lots. And I don't think, I think he normally plays what 75 or 80% of the snaps on the field. And <laughs> that's all we need him for. That's all we need him for. Yep. Yeah. You know what? I'll be honest. I don't even think he's going to play that much. I think they're going to get him in for 65, maybe 70 tops. I mean, we have a rotational system, but I'm going to tell you something. All three lines in that defense are fucking scary this year. All three lines. And you got Gregory Rousseau just learning from the best, who is a future Hall of Famer. Yeah. Oh, my God. The number one defense just got better. And, yeah. and Von Miller's big play he's a big play guy he in the big games he makes a big play 13 seconds doesn't happen with him no no no, not no. Him. he makes a play he goes out there and makes a play at that point and ends the game That's we're all, we're all, we're all we in this about 13 seconds a little bit at some point here because what a, but do we really have to though? That was kind of a long time ago, Brian. Why is it what? But what? what a, all right, all right. No, no, no worries, man. No worries. So while he <laughs> talks about thirteen seconds in the waiting room. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let's let's talk about it, man. You're you're the star of the show, man. Well, I man, you know what? I suppose you're right. There's nothing really to say about it. It it was an epic epic disaster. You know what I would have done in that situation? I would have had the boys go out and I would have said, line up, man. Hold the shit out of the guy that you're playing opposite of. Take a yeah. flag. Dude, yeah. seriously. Flag. I'm okay with 15. <laughs> just flags. Five miles. Three three flags. Game over. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, that's, that's, my, that's my two seconds worth of shit talking. This? Instead of talking about the 13 seconds, okay? Because we can talk about that, but it's we're all going to be, like, depressed again. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, do some weird shit. Just like, man, why do you gotta bring it up? <laughs> well, which you know, but before we change the subject, whose fault is it? Is it Brandon Beans, McDermott's, or Leslie Frazier's, Brian? On the actual on the formation? 13 seconds. 13 seconds. From 13 who, seconds for wishing to touchdown or field goal. Sorry. Who, who's setting up the defensive formation, man? Leslie Frazier. 100 percent so it's, hey, you're, you're saying ask Leslie Frazier. You're here first. East Coast Bills backers. Fuck Leslie Frazier. It was his yeah. fault. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I love the guy for what he does for our defense in regards, but that one moment in time, that was the biggest, the biggest fuck up ever. I mean, I don't know what was going on there. Screaming at the screens in here, man. The screens everywhere in this place, and we're screaming at them all. Can I play devil's advocate? This is how good. This is how good uh, our 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 back office is. Brandon Bean, the coaches, they they sit down and they go, listen, thirteen seconds, whatever. You could have played the best things, but we don't have the solid parts to play what you guys called. Feel me? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Miller comes in. You know, Tim Settle comes in. Guys that are coming that can make some plays. Uh, that's what yeah, we need. We need that extra. Yep. That extra oomph, so you can play those calls. But we didn't have that. We didn't. We we had a you know a, a rookie defensive edge who can be a stud who've only played twelve games a year and a, two years ago. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> he never played this amount of games before in his life. And AJ Epinesa, I don't know what the hell he's doing. He got Star Latule. I was surprised he even fucking played. Glad he's yeah. gone. Yeah, that was a big. That's a big anchor that needed to be dropped. That guy there. So. See, yeah. Dave Kapraj gets it. Prevent defense. Okay, we can. There is, you know, a way where you can blame it on that. We can blame it on that. Um, but if you had a solid line, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Okay, playing devil's advocate. I agree. I I'm on the all about the Frazier. He fucks up one more time. He's fucking act. I'm sorry. Actually, I'm not sorry. Bye, Felicia. You know what I mean? Um. But I got to play devil's advocate for the fans out there thinking about, well, what about this? Well, here, there's no excuses now. This is like the Tua, here is your time to shine. Leslie Frazier, here is your time to shine. You had number one defense, and now you got Von Miller? <laughs> yeah, we upgraded huge on the defensive line. And, and like I said earlier, all three phases of it, right? Like, we've got, we've got three levels of trouble now. I mean, man, oh, man. How do you feel about Harrison leaving? I mean, I'll tell you one thing. I don't. I didn't want him to leave, but I would have never paid what Minnesota paid. No, no. Never. I mean, good for him for getting it, but not not a chance in hell that he'll be back. He'll be back, just like Shaq Lawson and uh, or or, or Jordan Phillips. Go get paid. Go get paid, but come back. He'll be back eventually. Harrison Phillips, they ask him, they're like, you know, you know, just not gonna buy this. I'll see you when I see you guys. You know, he's coming back. He'll eventually come back. Hope he does good. Hope he has success. But he knows where his home's at. That's how much he means to Buffalo and what he's done to Buffalo outside of football. A hundred percent. No, I agree with you. I do, I do think that Settle and Daquan Jones, man, is a big upgrade where we needed it. We needed those guys. We needed that beef up front. Oh, I, agree. I, I like Harrison, man. I thought Harrison was great. I thought that the first season there to come out, motor guy, you know, didn't want to ever shut down. But then when he got injured, I thought he changed a little bit. Took him a year to kind of get back into his groove and stuff. And then he sort of struggled for, well, what was he in, four years? He was at the back end of his, his rookie yeah, contract. Yep. Yeah, so I think that he struggled through year two and year three. And then he kind of found it again last year. He, sort of like he mid-season. Tore his, he tore his ACL. Yeah, he got yep. injured. That's a big, you yeah. know, that's going to – that was a big setback, that's for sure. And it, and it took him. It took him a lot of like. Gee, believe it or not, it took him. I don't want to say a lot of games. It took him a handful of games to really find his rhythm, get back into things. I mean, towards the end, he was just like, "Oh, who is this guy?" You know. But I wish him nothing but the best. I wish him nothing but the best. Oh, so yeah, if, I love, I love success. If, if you could play armchair GM, 
right now. Okay. Brandon Bean, which I'll, I'm going to text him right now. I'm saying, Hey, listen, you got to send me your number so I can send it to Brandon Bean. Hey, I got a guy that's going to be, uh, that's going to make the decision <laughs> for round one. Here we go. And sent. Okay. Um, you are going to be the caller for the first round draft pick. Who are you picking and why? Maybe, it doesn't matter if you know the guy or not. Just say what position are you picking. We'll go. I mean, unless you do know it, fucking great, good for ratings. But if not, it's fine. It's still good for ratings. <laughs> I think that based on the fact that we've, who do we have sitting at cornerback right now? I mean, Trey's not going to be back till I think what we're here in November, maybe six, November, probably like a week six or seven. I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. And what do we, we have? Like what? Cam Lewis and Dane Jackson. Maybe is that who's who's back there? Yeah, yep. it's Dan and Cam. Yeah. you know where i'm going with this i mean as hey, much as don't forget don't forget uh, uh warren g's son too he he's our he's our third option <laughs> <laughs> don't even know his name that's how that's how fucking good i am in that position yeah it's it's a relevant thing uh so so we know where we're going i think we need to go cornerback we need a cornerback. I mean, we, we've we got probably the fastest arguably the fastest person in the nfl decided to play in miami well you know? the man I mean, not, not like two is going to fucking throw it to him, but still, say, who cares? He's not gonna get we the ball. need to have a guy to have be able to like. We need another Trey White. We need another Trey White. I love. Yep. I, I like uh, Levi Wallace. What he did when Trey White was playing, I did not like what Levi was. Levi Wallace. Le- oh, I shouldn't say Levi. 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 Levi Wallace was doing uh, as as a as a CB one, and yeah, it's uh, just. He just no, he couldn't do it. He wasn't physical enough. I gl- I'm good. I hope you gl- got that money, but he didn't do nearly as stuff as Harrison Phillips does. Harrison Phillips is loved with the Bills community. Levi Wallace is like everybody's like, all right, bye. <laughs> who's next? <laughs> Let me ask you a thing. Would you look at the idea of going out and getting like Stefan Gilmore if you could bring a bring a vet in, maybe a couple no. of vets? No, fuck no. 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 no, we don't we, we don't want anybody on his way out. That's mm-hmm. fine. Trey Trey Wine, we have enough vents, we have enough that uh, the coaching staff alone has enough knowledge. I mean, we've got like assistance to the assistants, even though we got a new OC, you know, up and coming OC, but his assistant offensive coordinator is was a Mike Shanahan or whatever. Uh, he, this guy has history of should be head coaches. Our offensive line coach should be head coach. Like what Doug Marone did for Jacksonville even though fuck to rock Doug Marone because we all hate him. Um, <laughs> Not only that, but the way Gilmore left this place, fuck him. Definitely I'm just kind of I know. And then talk so much garbage. No, no. Yeah. And people are like, well, what about Gronk? Guys, he, he, they're, they're, they're scumbags. This is not the culture we need. The culture mm. is winning. The culture is having these people that can represent the team, having a family. We have, we are a family on the field and family off the field, but you want these in because you think it's going to get another touchdown. No, let it come. We got Josh Allen at the helm. Stop it. And I think, man, with what we did with tight end this year, we've got Dawson Knox and OJ Howard, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a hell of a combination. Guys, OJ Howard, when when he was with Tampa, when when he was hurt, he was hurt majority of the time. Yeah, he just he never had that full season. And number one, you're going to compare Tampa's athletic facility versus the multi-million dollars that they threw into the Buffalo Bills athletic center. 
This guy is going, he, he has the best around medical attention. He is going to thrive, and he's got Josh Allen throwing to him. A, we don't know OJ Howard's potential. 100%. Um, he, was, he was amazing at Alabama, so I want to see him get back to what he was. And him with Knox, like the two of them, like that's just, that's going to be tough to beat. It's going to be insane. I'm curious to see if Dave Davis is going to roll back this year. I mean, he he went off like a firecracker last year, man. Dude, he he's he's gonna get his. He's gonna get he's his. Yeah. I th- I think it's up to the coaching staff to decide if they're gonna give him that label. As there's a reason why he's not Emmanuel Sanders started kind of more on the end. There's a reason why. Maybe it's experience. Maybe it's worth ethic. I don't know because maturity. Exactly maturity. One thing that we don't hear about is. What's going on in Sean McDermott's hut? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's another shot, by the way. Cheers, brother. Oh, uh, hold on. Hold on. Oh, yes. This has been a lot of fun, ladies and gents. Cheers, my man. Um, Brian, thank you so much for joining the show. Um, I'm glad that uh we're we're still you know active and live, and uh FBI hasn't raided uh both mine and Tampa Neal's door yet. <laughs> Or yours, actually. Well, no, you got bounties to do that. Or the what do you, what do you, what do you guys bounties. call them? Bounties. This is the, this is a serial killer shack. Nobody comes in this place. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> like you ever seen like the documentary of like all the seeds in the world are in this one like chamber vault? Well, that's that's that right there. Um, Ryan. A lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. Where where can we find you? Where can we find East Coast Bills backers? Where can we stock Brian? Give us your details, so, bro. Uh, just Twitter right now. Um, it was tough trying to reach out multi-platform. So we're on Twitter. It's at East Coast Bills. And that is the spot right now. So That's awesome. That's so awesome. Love it. So everybody who is watching this right now, go to Twitter and add the at sign East Coast Bills and hit that add a friend button uh because brian you were awesome you got to do some more uh some live stills from the the parties uh that down there because that's gonna that, that'd be cool bro i, I love yeah. seeing that i love seeing bill's fan uh friends and family get together and doing something that we all love you know it'd be fun to get one of these going live during a you know like a halftime even for a few minutes or just do a show during a game night or something it'd be fun man oh yeah yeah so the question is, which game are you going to be going to? The question should be, um, which game can me and Tampanil come up uh, and uh, go come hang out in New Brunswick, Canada? And we're going to fire this out because, you know what? I'm going to throw that out to you guys now. Is there a chance it's going to happen? We got we to see this. We're gonna have I mean, we'll, we'll do we'll do yeah, a Canadian tour. We'll, we'll do yeah, we'll, we'll do a one, Canadian yeah. tour, Tampanil. Okay. Whenever we're rich and famous, we'll do a uh, uh, well, we don't have to do you know, be rich and famous to do this, but we'll go up to sorry, New Brunswick, hang out, party for one game. Next game, we'll drive over to the helmet bar, hang out, party, drive all the way to Vancouver, hang out, party for the three week vacation, bro. We'll I'm do it in RV. I'm not driving there. Oh, come on, we can do it, bro. We can do it. We can be, we, it'll be long ass drive. So we got to set something up because I've been talking with Blake a little bit with the the Bills helmet, and I think we're going to try to set something up maybe so we can hook up with him and him and Rick, I guess, and the family there. And we're going to try to see if we can catch us and them going to a home game at the same time. Maybe see if we can bring Ken in from Vancouver as well. 
Get the oh, whole. That would be. Listen, man. I, I would. I want to meet you guys in person. Drink some drinks with you in person. Do some cheers with you guys in person, and then go through a table. All of us at the same time. Yes. That's awesome, brother. <laughs> well, thanks. Thanks for hopping on, my man. Uh, stop the BS and speak Edmonds. Okay. Um, wait, wait, wait. I, I, I got this. I got this. Um, Edmonds. Brian, <laughs> I want to hear that in your Arnold. Actually, I want to hear you do a Tampany. I want to hear you do a Canadian. Oh. Bring one. Oh, oh, well, well, go ahead and stop the BS and speak Edmonds, eh? <laughs> so many, <laughs> I can't even do Canadian. That was a good one, Neil. That was actually pretty impressive, brother. Right. <laughs> I like that better than your normal voice. Can you do that forever, please? Well, absolutely, there, Mr. Brian. <laughs> now you just sound Western. Hi, how you doing there, lady? Epic <laughs> <laughs> show, brother. Where can we find breaking tables, bro? Bring well, it home. You know, Mondays and Thursdays, you can always find us live right here in the Built in Buffalo Network on Facebook Live, YouTube, and Twitter. Pull us up there, like us, share us, subscribe to us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. This way, you know that we're coming up next. So you can watch the next show as well. And Tomorrow morning on your drive into work, make sure you pull us up wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Pull us up while you're driving to work because face reality morning shows suck. And we're <laughs> going to make your drive much more entertaining in the morning. Absolutely. Make sure you tell your friends, cousins, aunts, uncles. Don't tell your attorneys. Very nice. Very nice. Way, way, way to take it home and put us to sleep at the same time. Very well done. <laughs> Guys, this is Breaking Tables. It's been so much fun. Brian from East Coast, Bills Backers, do not go anywhere. Tap and Neil. We will see each other on Monday because we got Best of Buffalo by Byron. Greatest oh, upcoming yeah. food truck thing that's coming to Western New York. Guys, this is Breaking Tables. Bill and Buffalo. We love you. Brian, no anywhere. Bye-bye, everybody. We'll see you guys Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Bills. I don't know what that was. A control voice. Love you guys. Go Bills. Bye-bye.